0: Armed Forces Radio Service presents the Fibber McGee and Polly Show, a special rebroadcast for all you men and women in the Armed Forces of the United Nations, with music by the Kingsmen and Billy
1: Mills and the orchestra. (laughs) The horses of America should be thankful that every middle-aged, dream-world, armchair buckaroo doesn't actually head for the open range. For instance... As we meet, Febber, McGee, and Molly. (laughs) uh, Oh, boy, is this exciting. Listen to this, Molly. I'm defenseless. Go ahead. Listen. Topping the Rimrock, Gunsmoke Gilroy encountered his ancient enemy, Dirty Shirt Digby. Like a streak of lightning, he went for his shooting iron. He went for his what? Went for his shooting iron. His pistol. Where were they? Why, Why, they were on his hip. Well, that's not so far to go for a pistol. <laughs> Unless he was a very tall man. The point is, Mrs. McGee, that in the Old West, they never pulled out a gun. They always went for him. Oh. Now, quit interrupting, Molly. This is quite exciting. Go ahead. There was a thunder of gunplay, and dirty shirt Digby toppled from the saddle, never again to blast a peaceful rancher into eternity, nor raise the dust of wickedness on the old Santa Fe Trail. Ah, those were the big you know, I come from an old Western family myself. Western Illinois. <laughs> oh, sir, the old wild west of the United States. My Uncle Sycamore McGee was one of the old-timers out there. Why, well, he spent half his life as Marshal of Dodge City. <laughs> yeah, and the other half dodging the city marshal. <laughs> ah, the stories he used to tell. How he'd get up at dawn with the smell of the fake brush permeating the desert air. How he'd saddle his old paint. Don't you mean he'd paint his old saddle? <laughs> <laughs> of course not. Saddles were never painted. A paint is a kind of a horse. I suppose a man had to have a paint to ride through the brush. No. So. Mm. Molly, you've got no romance in your soul. <laughs> Personally, I got the old west in my blood. Ah, to squat before a campfire, inhale in the clean odor of wood smoke as the coyotes howl in the canyon. Baby, that's for me. Well, you can have my share, too, dearie. Mm-hmm. I'll take my chances with mice and mosquitoes, but you can have a country full of sidewinders and tarantulas. <laughs> you don't mean tarantulas. You mean tarantellas. I don't either, maybe A tarantula is a Spanish fan. Oh, no, it ain't, sweetheart. A tarantella is a long, thin cigar. <laughs> that's a panatella. Go on. A panatella is your kneecap. Your kneecap is a patella. I thought a patella was a small mistake. No, that's a peccadilla. A peccadillo. Well, then, what's that kind of a cucumber that soaks in brine? A dill pickle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How would we get here from Tarantula? Well, I don't know, but the farther, the better. <laughs> what are you going to do now? I'm going to build a wood fire. Reading that Western stuff has made me hungry for the good, clean smell of wood smoke. We got the grease wood in the corral, partner. You no, know, my little maverick, nary a stick of grease wood. Mm. But them Western magazines ought to make a nice hot fire. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not through with them. I'm reading a serial about how Hashknife Horton brings peace and security to Balmat Valley. Drives out the rustlers with his trusty six guns. Six guns? How on earth did he carry them all? He didn't have six guns. They called the guns six guns because they fired six shots without loading. Come, sir. See? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, how many would they fire if they were loaded? Oh. Hey, where's the hatchet? i got to chop some kiddly wood. It's on the back porch. What's it doing out there? Waiting for you to come back and crack some more walnuts. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, I'll go out and get us some firewood and build us a nice roaring fire on the fireplace. So long, gal. Keep your powder dry. I can't do it, partner. There's a leak in the compass. Can't kill yourself, there. Sure will. <laughs> ah, I mean, Sometimes I wish that yes. Molly had more of a fine this trip. I can just imagine her in a pretty little sunbonnet up on the feet of a covered wagon
2: <laughs>
1: while I kept an eye peel for engines. Why, if we only... Hi, uh, don't don't do that! that. <laughs> My gosh, I'm oh. Oh, hi, sis. Hi. Oh, what you talking yourself about, mister? what you doing? Here. Oh, just recalling the old days when I was out west, sis. Oh? Sit down, spell partner. Tell old Panamint McGee the news.
2: <laughs> Ain't
1: seen a white man in these parts for yours and yours. Teddy Roosevelt, still president? Oh. You know it's Franklin, old Richard. <laughs> Franklin, eh? Kept it in the family, did they? <laughs> you spent much time in the Old West, sis? No, but my brother's a ranger, I bet you. Boy, a Texas ranger? No, ranger, for Billy Mills, Orchestra. Oh. Hmm? Huh? I said, oh. Oh, what? Oh, if you only knew. Oh. Personally, I was out west for quite a spell, sis. Used to drive the Charles cart for the old XIT outfit in Texas. The so what, mister? The Charles cart. Most ranchers called it the chuck wagon, but we had a very fancy friend. <laughs> Whew. I'll never forget the time the boss ride up to me and he says, Panamint, he says. Always called me Panamint. Panamint, he says. I bet you they called you that on account of the Panamint mountains, I betcha. We had them in Chicago. No, no, they called me Panamint because I was so fond of candy, sis. Always had a mint in my oh. <laughs> pan. Panamint McGee, I was known as in them days. Oh. Panamint McGee, the pride of the parry, firmly pursuing pesky poots on my gentle pony, patiently prodding pioneer pals into proper pastures, picking up a pocket full of pesos, prospecting fearless properties, and probably the picturesquest of the pistol-packing poppers from the pedestrian pack pavements of old Fort Bliss as oh, that's a wonderful country out there. Yeah. <laughs> days, McGee, do you need all that firewood? Certainly. I've been yearning for the sight of a big roaring wood fire, and boy, George, I'm going to have a big roaring wood fire. (laughs) Well, you use all that wood, and we'll have a few roaring firemen in here, too. Don't worry, baby. I know all there is to know about fire building. Hey, McGee, you've got enough wood there to fuel the Natchez and the Robert E. Lee. Oh, no. just got a handful of kiddly wood, that's all. You mean kindling wood. I said kiddly, did (laughs) I? A handful of kidly wood, a few hunks of two by four to get her started well, and an armful of logs to pile on top. Oh, let me see. What smells so funny? What do you mean funny? There's no sweeter smell in the world than fresh-cut wood for a fire. It smells like oil. Uh, oh, maybe you smell that transmission grease. What transmission grease, said Peter, in the works? <laughs> well, you see, I was really yearning for it was a real western fire, see? Mm. What do they use for a fire out on the open range? Grease Grease wood. We didn't have any greasewood, so I smeared some grease on this white pine. Oh, great, great, great. Yes. Now, if you need any cottonwood, I've got an old sweater you can wrap around the blue handle. Okay, Mrs. McGee, scoff if you want to. ride goodbye, George, when you see this beautiful fire. Coming in. Oh, hello, Mr. Wellington. Ah, uh, good day, Mrs. McGee. And McGee? Uh-huh. <laughs> Hi, Wellington. To what clumsy stroke of fate do we owe your charming presence? Mm-hmm. Uh, would it be rude of me, old fellow, to inquire as to what you propose to accomplish with that stack of potential Charlie McCarthy's? Wellington, you're as nosy as a photo finish. Just between you and me and the insurance company, I'm building a big fire in the fireplace. He got to reading a Western story about life on the range, Mr. Wellington, and he had to have an open fire. Oh. He fancies himself another skip-away Harry, didn't he? Uh-huh. <laughs> It ain't skip away Harrigan, it's hop-along Cassidy. Oh. You run them pictures at your theater every Saturday, don't you, Wellington? Oh, I do. I do indeed. Oh, well, I almost forgot. Hmm? What I came for. In fact, I did forget. What I came for. Hmm.
0: However, I shall probably remember by the end of this. Sweet. Terribly, but I can make it home all right.
1: Goodbye. <laughs> that character. Well, he's always... Say, hey, what are you doing? I'm whittling this stick so it's fuzzy on the edges. That's the scientific way to build a fire, see? Catches fire easier. Very clever idea. Chuck what? I don't know about building a fire you could engrave on the head of a bubbling fountain. Well, here we go. First the paper, then the kiddly wood. Before. Right production. Now all you need is a lantern and Mrs. O'Larry's cow. Don't worry, I'm going to light this fire the way the cowboys do. Well, this ought to be interesting. How do the cowboys light a fire? They use matches. Oh. Well, here she goes. Ah, now for a good old fire. Well, hello there. Say, what is this? A weenie roast? Hello, Mr. Wilcox. Howdy, stranger. Light down and hunker up to the fire. I'll have one of the Wrangles hobble your horse. Here for a cigar? Real good. Bought him in a store. <laughs> all right, I'll bite. Who are you tonight, Roy Rogers or Wild Bill Elliott? Well, he's got the West on his chest tonight, Mr. Wilcox. That's all. What's your outfit, neighbor? Seem to recognize your face somehow. You one of that wild bunch from the Cherokee strip? Stranger, here in the West, we don't aim to ask personal questions. Hmm. I got my guns tied down, and I'm on the prod. Maybe I better be sashaying along. I can make the stage station by sunup. No, mister. You said a spell with Paul here.
2: <laughs>
1: you know, it ain't often we get a handsome stranger down from the hills. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you kindly. What's your brand, neighbor? The Lazy FN. <laughs> What's yours? I'm with the J.W. spread, partner. Hmm, the J.W. spread. You don't mean... Yes. You hear that, Ma? This waddy rides for old J.W. Well, what's new down that way, stranger? Now, Ma, you shouldn't have asked the boy that. (laughs) (laughs) Well reckon I'll get aboard my boss and split the breeze, neighbors. And... Better spread your bedroll by the fire, stranger. Hate to have you hit a gopher hole in the dark. <laughs> if from the law should inquire, stranger, have we seen you? You ain't seen me, partner. We ain't seen you. <laughs>
0: Man and the Surrey with the fringe on top. When I take you out tonight with me, honey, here's the way it's gonna be. You will sit behind a team of snow-by horses in the flickedest kick you ever hold to. you can roll right down in case there's a change in the weather. Two bright side lights, winkin' and blinkin'. Ain't so fine a rig, I'm thinkin'. You can't keep your rig if you're thinkin' that I dare to for that shiny little surrey with a ring on the top. All the world will fly in a blurry weather. on forever, don't you wish you could go on forever and never stop, in that tiny little, tiny little
1: surrey, with all the fringe on the top. Hey, McGee, you better fan that fire a little, it's smoking pretty badly, and it's hardly old enough to smoke. Yeah, it'll settle down, all right. got to get the cold air out of the chimney first. You see, the cold air being heavier than the hot air... Never mind sense. about the cold air, mm-hmm. Stick to the things you're familiar with. <laughs> well, there can't be anything wrong with the chimney, unless maybe I'll build a nest in it. Maybe I'd better call... Oh, hello, Alice. Hello. I thought I smelled smoke upstairs and wanted to something was burning. My fire in the fireplace is a little slow getting started, Alice. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. himself claims to be a wizard at building fires, but so far had fewer flames than a homely hermit. Gee, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love fire in the
2: fireplace yeah i can just look into the glowing coals and see all sorts of imaginary pictures
1: if you see one in this fire it ain't imaginary alice (laughs) i just tossed in that awful old photograph of aunt sarah we had on the piano mcgee why did you do that that was a nice picture of aunt sarah yes Mm -hmm. and an awfully cute pose too one elbow on that marble column and one finger under her chin (laughs) when was it taken the year before the camera was invented i think You like a nice fire in the fireplace, Alice? Of course she yeah. does, not if this one gets nice, I want her to come back downstairs and see it. Gee, <laughs> I wish you would, Mrs. McGee. Maybe we can pop some corn. What she means is some more corn, McGee. <laughs> well, I think that would be a swell idea. You break out the popcorn, Molly. Oh, you mean the corn tipper, Mr. McGee. No, he means the crop corner. I mean the cream sipper. <laughs> the tip corner. The top Yeah, let's make fudge. Oh, goody. I'll get the stuff. Yeah, <clears throat> so we're going to have some fudge, Jay. No, sugar. Why not? No sugar. Oh. Yeah, hey, I want to look make that fire smoke. I like that. <laughs> Mine shouldn't smoke. My gosh, many fires I built in my life. <laughs> Come here. Good evening. Good evening. Hi, right, bud. If you're selling magazines or something to work your way through a walnut build, that you poking me in the ribs, Molly? McGee. Huh? It's Eddie Cantor. Eddie Cantor? (laughs) Uh, I was just kidding, Eddie. Just kidding. I knew you the minute you laid eyes on me. (laughs) I'm Trevor McGee. This is my wife, Molly. Uh, Glad to know you, Mrs. McGee. How do you do? I'm sure. Likewise. Uh, Did I drop in at an inconvenient time? I mean, if you'd rather finish burning those old overshoes and rag (laughs) rugs. started to fire in the fireplace and it's smoking a bit, that's all. Everything's kind of damp this wet weather, Eddie. reason I started it, I was reading the Western magazine and got a yen for a nice open fire. You familiar with the West, Eddie? You mean the Wild West, where men and women both wear blue jeans,
0: but the overall effect is quite different? Uh, My
1: very words, Mr. Cantor. Say, you seem to be familiar with the scenery out there. Ah, great country, Eddie, great country. You'd love it. The atmosphere and the music. Ah, the old Western music. Yes, and one of my favorites is the Grand Canyon suite. Take it easy there, stranger. You just met the gal. <laughs> <laughs> now, the Grand Canyon Suite, dearie, is a musical composition. It's got hook beats all through it. Oh, a horse opera.
0: No, no, no. No, no. <laughs> no, look, Fibber. Uh huh. It's a symphonic arrangement. A musical description, you might say, of the grandeur and scenic magnificence of the Grand Canyon. Oh. The sweep and bigness of it, the sudden meteorological changes and seeing the insignificance of man against the awesome background of my nature. And did anybody write this down so I can see what I said?
2: <laughs> well,
0: thanks very much, folks, and good night. I hope we'll... No! I've heard about it, but I never believed it.
1: <laughs> the King's men sing the polka dot polka. Listen, Gay, it was great back in
0: 1880 when you rolled and in the polka. People say in the day it was too, too shocking when she showed her shocking in the polka. Die, darling, what's your answer? <laughs> in a polka dot of gown She would hate to turn him down So she came, Mr. Brown, you're quite a dancer <laughs> But before the dance was through She would whisper, I love you While the band played the polka dot polka <laughs> Yes, your old aunt Katie was a Looking like vacuuming back in 1880 when a blow up was a ball And her heart went wacky For a temper whispered tamper when he said Why, whacky, you're the sweetest girl He's running around the house. what's your answer? In her polka-notter's gown, she would hate to turn him down. So she'd say, Mr. Brown, you're quite a dancer. But before the dance was through, she would whisper, I love you, while the band lays away. The polka dot. gown.
1: I'll probably have to do something about that fireplace. You're going to ruin my curtains with that smoke. Open a window or something. Okay. <laughs> Some smoke, eh? Reminds me of the first open fire I ever built. When they first took me into the Boy Scout. Out of a pile of wet leaves. Well, that's better than out from under a rock. <laughs>
2: oh. never, never mind. Never right, never we mind you either it. choke <laughs> that
1: fire into a blaze or put it out. <laughs> This place is rapidly assuming some of the nastier aspects of chemical warfare. Well, my gosh. It's... Come in. <laughs> well, folks, is there anything I can do to help if there's any trouble? Why, no, Beulah. What gave you that idea? Well, I say, I was going past the house when I see all that smoke come billing out the window. And I see to myself, Beulah. I say something is definitely ungood in there, so i rush upon it. Well, the it was and... nice of you to want to help, Beulah, but it's only a smoky uh, fireplace. Got to read in the Western story, Beulah. Got a yen for an old fashioned wood fire. Yeah, on the theory that there's no fuel like an old fuel, I the,
2: guess. There's no, 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 no fuel no. like an old
1: fuel. Oh, see, real music
2: fuel,
1: ain't she, Ah, she's a panic beuler. <laughs> ah, wood smoke. Hmm, get a load of that fragrance. There what? That fragrance. That aroma. Oh, what's the matter? Well, i just thinking, that aroma wasn't built in a day. Oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 Beautiful. Yeah, sir. By the way, Buell, I'm having some ladies in for lunch Friday. Now, do you think you could help me with the refreshments? Oh, I'd be delighted, ma'am. How did we handle the commissary? Is it a take or a point affair? What do you mean, take or point? Oh, I mean, do the ladies sit down and I take it too, or does I just stand by the buffet and point? <laughs> buffet lunch, Beulah. I thought we'd have cold fishy and a salad, and a dessert. Oh, that fishy, uh, stuff. That's a specialty, ma'am. I never heard any food mentioned yet that wasn't your specialty, Beulah. No, sir, so that's on account of our specializing food of any prescription. <laughs> that's <laughs> I do. I'll be here real excited to help you, ma'am. Well, thank you, Beulah. You know, she's one of the most... Excuse me, ma'am, what's that fishy stuff again? Potato soup. Yeah, that's what I thought, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Quite a gal. You know, I met her at Jimmy Sales' market the other day, and she hinted very strongly that she'd like to come to work for us. No. (laughs) Yes, I told her. I told her she'd better (laughs) wait. Indeed, the smoke is getting terrible in here. I know. I think maybe the wood is just beginning to. (laughs) The wood is just beginning to catch fire from the. (laughs) Boy, smell that pine wood. (laughs) Ain't that, ain't that fragrant? (laughs) Wonderful, (laughs) wonderful. But hadn't we better? Come in. Oh, hello, (coughs) Dr. Gamble. Hi, Doc. (laughs) Come on in. Set by the fire. What fire? And where are you?
2: (laughs) Right over here, Doctor.
1: (laughs) Right straight ahead of you. Come on. Look down and you can see our feet, Doc. (laughs) Sorry, it's the smoke in here, but it ought to clear out in a few minutes. If it doesn't, I will. (coughs) What are you trying to do, you little arsonist? Is the ham in you so predominant that it's got to be smoked? Why don't you lie down on the floor, Doctor? (coughs) The air is better down here. Oh, let him stand up, Molly. He's an old man, and as such... (laughs) He's entitled to a short preview of the hereafter. (laughs) Hey, is it getting any clearer in here? No, it isn't. A minute ago, I could see the piano. (coughs) Now I can't even see the wall. (laughs) What was the idea, McGee? Is this a primitive, uh, primitive form of fumigation? Well, he, he just wanted a, a wood fire doctor, and he's a, you know, he's a great outdoorsman, you know. After this, I am, too. Oh, don't be a sissy, you big hothouse petunia. Any guy that don't like the fragrance of a... <laughs> the fragrance of a... <laughs> the fragrance of a... <laughs> His needle is stuck. <laughs> Come on, pour some water on that dump cart incense. Open a window. The window is open. <coughs> it is open, doctor. What's the matter, doc? Don't you like a nice wood fire? <laughs> Certainly, I love a wood fire, but have you have you got one at your house, doctor? You mean <laughs> now? Yeah, now. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> oh, fine. Well, let's all let's all go over to your house. <laughs> Billy Mills and the orchestra and the karaoke. We'd better go home and let Dr. Gamble go to bed. Yeah, I know. Well, this has been awful nice, Doc. You having us over here, eating us root beer and cooking some stuff. Yeah, I don't know how to thank you. Don't give it a thought, McGee. There's only one thing I'd like to hear you say. Well, what's that, Doc? Good night. Huh? Oh, good night. Good night, all.